dad's coat at a show The sound man found it, don't you know It took a while for me to get it back But we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit To meet up We recorded it In a hotel That's how the blue coat diaries started Welcome to the Blue Coat Diaries podcast special bonus episode why is it a bonus why are you laughing at <laughs> just yet. last last episode yeah you made some i don't know just casual product placements i don't know why and i, I just thought i'd follow suit this time oh, I, I was think... really watching because i was trying to make sure that i got my <laughs> thing on the screen oh I think yeah that's you the most appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody wants free cow i wrote a song about cowpaw ones i haven't actually done it on stage yet but it's basically about being addicted to cowpaw if you're an adult you know like thinking oh i'll just we, try a bit of this my old band had a review it's like you know how like band reviews like music journalists had like oh it's like this band on this drug in this place it's like oh yeah 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 it's like someone once reviewed like our performances like you know it's like i don't know some it was like, oh, it's like eels on Calpol or something like that. <laughs> I, don't, that good? I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I think it was a positive review. It was hard yeah, to Yeah, I mean, everybody loves Calpol. It's the great. Yeah. I mean, one day it's going to come out that it's, it's pink, got something it? terrible in it. Yeah, it's got the same sort of thing in it that made the turtles go big in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, didn't it? Yeah, so but also the taught them significant martial arts skills. Exactly. And I mean, it, yeah. it comes with a syringe. So it's like, you know, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here this week, which is why we've got a bonus episode, because where am I, Mark? I don't know, mate. Can, can you just try and keep your camera steady? It's just moving about a bit. <laughs> you know. Hang on, let me, you, uh, let me get my sea legs. Let me get my sea legs. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, I got my sea legs. Are you on a boat? <laughs> I'm on a boat! I mean, I'm not now. <laughs> oh my God, what is that? I'm on a boat Those that's are seagulls, you know. Yeah. Sound like a something bigger than a seagull. I am currently Shy at talks, sea. mate. Yeah. I'm currently at sea, traveling from the Italy region to the Southampton region on a cruise performing. But yeah. we didn't want to let you down. We didn't want you to get to Friday and think, oh, there's no podcast because Johnny's swanning about on a cruise with those giant seagulls. He's on, eagles. A, he's on an indirect passage from from Italy to Southampton. So what we've done is we've made a bonus podcast, which you're listening to now. Now, the bonus uh-huh. podcast, it was like, okay, how do we do a bonus one? Well, it needs to mm. be a standalone episode that's nothing to do with time or anything. So here's what I was thinking. You know, when we first ever got together and we did our first ever Blue Coat Diaries podcast back in the day. We do. I mean, if, if if YouTube viewers are looking at me now, and um, they might uh, might be wondering why I've got a look of trepidation on my face because I literally don't know what's happening now. Johnny, oh, Johnny, Johnny just said, "Oh, we're just going to do this. Don't worry. You don't need a script. We'll just wing it." I'm you'll like, be pleased okay. because when we first did that, 
and I was thinking, right, we need to chat about something. Do you remember what I did to just to get us started on the first ever episode? Do you remember what I did to to come up with some questions? Uh, did you Google it? No. Um, I Googled what, though? Oh, what you did, did yeah. Oh, you Googled, like... Um... Questions to ask. Yeah, questions to ask when first meeting someone. Or was it an interview on a question first or something? date. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You right. took me to a ho- tiny hotel room. and then take just you. Proceeded... You came to my hotel room. I lured uh, you Okay, in. exactly. Okay. <laughs> I nearly said something that would not really be broadcastable there, given the current scandals. Yeah, let's remember um, where we are in the yeah. current climate. But listen, it worked really well because we had a good chat about lots of things. And I thought, you know what? Uh-huh. That, that's what we'll do today. We'll do a second date. So what I've done is I've Googled questions to right. ask on a second date. Because actually, looking back on that early podcast you said in a later episode it did feel to you like you were going the closest thing to it would be like going on a date obviously it was something to do with dating but it felt like that thing of when you don't really know who you're meeting and you want to make a good impression and all that kind of stuff so it was more than that because you meet someone and you have like a kind of a good banter and good connection and then it's ages before you get to meet them again and then like you're thinking it, it creates this weird trepidation not that I really expected anything of it, but it was, yeah, it was a bit weirdly like that, that kind so of... are you happy for us to make the bonus episode today a second date-led episode in terms of the questions? Mark and Johnny's second date special. Mm. <laughs> All right. And here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, go on then. I've used a very well-known and respected source i've got these questions from brides magazine (laughs) all right yeah mate i mean at this point why fight it there's 42 questions which is way too many so i'm going to ask you to choose a number from one (laughs) one for each year of my life (laughs) (laughs) you choose a number from one to 42 and then i'll ask the question and we'll both answer it okay okay so let's let's go let's go for it well, let's start at the Douglas Adams special. Hang on, before, before we do it, if this takes time, just say no, because we don't want a big gap in the podcast. But in the Riverside bank of music and sings and stuff, is there anything that's like like a theme tune, like a, like a game show music or anything like that, where we can play, um, let's go dating? And then we like can fire up a... You know, uh, um, just give it a go, press things. Uh, Right, yeah. Let's let's just let's go. Have you got one? <laughs> You're listening to the Blue Code Diaries podcast with me, Johnny Awesome, and Mark Carver. It's time to go dating again. All right, that'll do. That was pretty good. All right, pick a number. Um, let's go Douglas Adams special. The uh, final question, 42. 42. Okay. Which book has changed your life? That's good. Which, Which book, book has changed your life? Do you want me to start? Yeah, go on then. Okay, so as you know, I like going running, right? I'm, I'm into mm-hmm. my running. But I used to hate stretching, I was really anti it. I just wanted to put my trainers on and go running. Mm-hmm. I felt like it's enough to 
make the effort of go running without having to bloody stretch before and afterwards. Anyway, I'm a massive convert to stretching, like huge. And I bought this book. It's really old school. Shall I grab it? Let me grab it. Hang yeah, on. go on. Stay then. there. We can show the YouTube. Just going to go and get it. Proper sound happening now. Bringing it back. For, for audio only listeners, Johnny has left the uh, Seaborn studio. Book. I'm not sponsored by this guy, by the way, but it's by Bob Anderson. What I like about this is it's illustrated by Gene Anderson. <laughs> Pretty sure that's his wife. Or his mum. And or his mum, yeah. And it's basically just I mean, that picture there, I've never really looked at that one before, so can, but I like to look at that. Can I just <laughs> You describe it. Can I just get a clean shot of the front cover again, please? Just I mean, it's very pink. That is a complex and quite 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 a big old stretch there. I don't do that um, one so much. Yeah, I mean, it looks retro AF and the drawings really are That's what humorous. I like about it. That's what I like about it. He's not an I mean, I'm amazed you brought it on a boat. I mean, did you go everywhere <laughs> yeah. with you? You're going to really confuse this episode. People are going to think like, wow, he's actually on a boat. I'm on, <laughs> the, the real Johnny Austin is on a boat. That's made it worse. That's made it worse. <laughs> this is, I'm actually talking to WD41 and he's had an upgrade. <laughs> Johnny's not needed anymore. Now, can you think of a book that you felt was life-changing in any way? Come on. Oh, this is this is um it's tricky. I think I used to devour books when I was a kid. I was like mm. an only child and I used to read a lot, but I think the first proper book I read, and I read it quite young, was The Hobbit. And Ooh, I really yeah. yeah, and I went through that and then I, I, I devoured like Lord of the Rings and all those books and I, I loved it. And I, I don't think, I mean, I love those stories. I love those books and it, they're, they're timeless. The fact that I was nearly 20 before they made kind of like proper movies of it and then years later they're making more and now there's TV series. It's like one of those enduring kind yeah. of just fancy Well, it's good versus evil, isn't it? Endured like, you know. We're going to be a hundred years of of that, and people will still know that story. Definitely. Um, and uh, I don't think it really sort of necessarily changed my life. You know, I, I don't go out there every day thinking, um, "Unleash your inner Aragorn." You know, let's let's Frodo the shit out of today. What what I do think though is it gave me a, a love of reading, and I don't read much nowadays, but. It, Every so often I'll get back to it and I'll have like Kindle app thing or on the iPad and I'll read ebook books like that. And I love physical books, but I think my life isn't really catered for dealing with physical books. I just turn around and find them covered in crayon or torn up from a four-year-old or yeah, I like lose the last it on a page gig. is gone. So that gave me a love of reading that book, and I think probably insofar as that. Um, probably the most important one just the joy of reading really and it's interesting you should say that because we've never chatted before about you liking the hobbit and lord of the rings but now looking at you and if you go on the youtube channel you'll be able to see mark and see what he looks like yeah. i can see how you have got a little bit of the lord of the rings vibe going on yeah i look like a shit homeless viking lord of the rings pirate you've Sound got a engineer. bit of You've got a bit, you look like you could have come out of the Shire, for sure. The Shire? You think I was yeah. one of the small people? Well, no, just the, 
you know, they, they've, they've got a lot of hair, haven't they? The hobbits. Yeah, they've got no beards, though, have they? Have any of the hobbits got a beard? That's our Everyone's question Everyone's got week. a lot of hair. <laughs> everyone in Lord of the Rings has got a lot of hair. Yeah, there's a lot of hair knocking about in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's everywhere. All right, yeah. I like that answer. It got you into reading. I mean, that is a game-changing thing. That is a life-changing yeah, it's game thing changing. because, you know, you need the old reading for all sorts. Oh, right, okay. give us a number. Um, 31. 31. What Spotify station are you currently rocking? Mate, don't... Impossibru. Impossibru to answer. Look at your last couple of things you've listened to on Spotify. How about that? And I'll do that But my my Spotify... I've got, like, one of the Spotify professional super-duper accounts for when I I desperately have to play something at a gig. And I have to play all sorts of mental requests from client requests when they're pissed up at the end of some corporate deal we'll to there for the last a request for background music between gigs yeah. right okay hopefully right while you're opening see that if I can... up i'll tell you mine so marcus will laugh at this when when i tell you this but one of the last albums i played on here was the soundtrack to local hero by mark Knopfler, because right. i probably listened to that more than anything else because I'm just obsessed with it. It's just a really great soundtrack by a really yeah. great songwriter. I don't know if you've ever seen that film. It's brilliant. Uh, sorry, I, 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 I zoned out on you there, Johnny. Well, I'm looking at Spotify. What did you say yours was again? The soundtrack to Local Hero, written by right. Mark Knopfler. Yeah. yeah. Local Hero is an 80s film about a guy that gets sent to this little tiny Scottish town it's yeah. to do with oil and this big company from america that wants to put a pipeline in or something like that but he ends up sort of falling in love with the town and there's people he meets there and stuff it's really great it's called local hero yeah. but Was the town in because... uh, dire straits exactly exactly and yeah. next to yeah. that another album i've listened to to death is lost in the dream by the war on drugs that is a good album oh i saw war on drugs in Birmingham? Were we in Brum when we went to see him? I just happened to get given a ticket for that. So, I mean, I've got all sorts on here. Find something got, that was yours and not a client choice. Well, I've got a lot here. So I've got um, various, like, I've got some client choices. There's an album that I've listened to a lot by a band called Sleigh Bells. Um, okay. And the album's called Texas, and it is utterly bananas. It, bananas? I've never said bananas like that in my life. <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely mental production. It's like this super produced pop vocal over just totally eclectic production. I love it to bits. I love I love that album to bits, and I use that when tuning a sound system. Got Electric Pets is a band that I do sound for. They're lovely. They're great. They're sort of sleaze rock bluesy sleaze rock stuff the band called pet crow who um i adored they were friends of mine i did sound for them they put me in the liner notes of their vinyls and i was showing finley records the other day like physical yeah. records and i've got a collection of records i've been given that i'm mean, like in the liner notes of or i had something to do with or one or two of them i even played on um so there's a uh, 
I, I was showing him and he was like, loved them because they like, he loved the pictures and I've got some yeah. like clear vinyl cool and blue one. And, and look at. Yeah. 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 So I, I put it on this because my record player doesn't work at the moment. The preamp for it's gone. So I, I listened to some Pet Crow on here. They were a great band. Um, and then I've got my soundcheck playlist, which includes what we got here. We got um, Sleigh Bells, the whole album. Um, just when I really want to upset a client, I've got Nobody Speak by DJ Shadow. Um, was, Are these the ones for you to like fire out then and make sure everything's yeah. working like the bass is there and the yeah, and also ones I like. And- I often just stick this on and like and have people come and go. Are you the DJ? This is great, especially if they lived in the nineties and enjoyed it. Uh, Soul Coughing, Super Bonbon, loads of Cake. Cake's a great band. Oh, I loved Cake. They've got that Fuck. song, She'll Come Back to Me, with that bass line that just keeps going. They, it's got all those did, trumpets on it. They did great stuff. covers. Remember they, that? Yeah, they covered I Will Survive and yeah. um, War Pigs by Black Sabbath. That was great. Yeah, yeah, great band. Comfort Eagle, just great. Eels, Beck, uh, it's Massive Attack here. Uh, Backlashes. I've got a, a Skrillex track. That's like a, a system checker. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, a band called Cal- Calva Louise, who are a young band that I did sound for, who are, who are great, and my boy loves listening to them. I went to this great thing at Glastonbury that called kind of Fleet Mac Wood. Have you heard about Fleet Mac Wood? Fleet Mac Wood. <laughs> Fleet Mac Wood is a DJ, and she's, I think, she's kind of got it okayed by Fleetwood Mac, so that they've probably even given Fleet her the stems, I think. She's called Fleet Mac Wood, but she's like the she's officially like okayed by Fleetwood Mac, and she does like a rave set, but it's all right. Fleetwood Mac based. But I think she's been given all the tracks, you know, like the stems yeah. or whatever, because it's yeah. bits where it just drops down to like the bass line of a well-known Fleetwood Mac song, and then it's you know gets like the kick drum coming or whatever. But it's really cool. We went to see it at Glastonbury, and it was packed, and it's just brilliant because it's like being at a rave, but. You know all I, the music. I love that. I th- I'd like to see that now. Um, yeah. Fleetwood Mac was a band that I remember my mum loved when I was growing up. And kind of by proxy, I disliked Fleetwood Mac because it just didn't make sense to me. And it wasn't until I sort of started playing music and got into engineering. And then I went back to listening to some old Fleetwood Mac records and I was just blown away by A, how good it was, B, how wonderfully it was produced, apart from Tusk, and um, C, um, just how much variety. And I, and now I love Fleetwood Mac. And weirdly, when I was teaching kids, I put on a really early uh, Fleetwood Mac track called Oh Well. And it's like yeah. this real ripping blues track. And it's it was recorded live for the BBC on some programme in black and white. And it's proper tear your face off blues. And all the kids were like, this is this is sick. This is awesome. Who are these guys? They knew. And I'm like, no, this is like from the 60s. And they're like, no way. Because it was just so aggressive. And, and yeah. ahead. if it was released if it was released in 2010 or whatever it was when I was teaching those kids, or then it would have still been a hit. What I watched band? an amazing documentary about them. I didn't realise that like two of them were going out with each other. And then it, <laughs> I think, and I think the other two were, and then I think this is right. Uh-huh. It's like two couples. And then they basically ended up swapping partners. 
And one of them went off with a lighting engineer. Yeah, I think that was Christine. There's all Pete. sorts I don't of stuff know. to do with rumours. No, it was all true. That's a that's a flight of the Concords joke. I think. <laughs> all right, give me another um, number. Let's go. We've done we've done two questions so far. We're doing well. Let's do another uh, one. Let's do another one let's on go. our second date. So what do we do? We did forty two thirty one. Let's go twenty then. Twenty. Okay. Is have you seen any good movies lately? Have I oh, seen I've got any the answer good to this. movies lately? I've got the answer um, to this. You have? Yeah. Do you want to go? Go on then. Have you seen Cocaine Bear? I haven't. I haven't, no. Well, I've watched the first about 15 minutes, but I made a pact with my mate, which was that we're not allowed to watch it on our own. We have to watch it when we next get together because mm-hmm. we watched it after going to that Hacienda Classical that I was telling you about mm-hmm. at the Mud Bowl. Yeah. But everybody fell asleep after about 15 minutes. Right. So we stopped watching it. But then we made a pact that we will watch it another time when we're all together because it was great. It's basically mm. a, based on a true story. You know the true story? Yes. Um, there's a bear, found a load of cocaine, went mental, mate. Ate it and went on the rampage. Yeah. yeah. So I've only watched the first 10, 15 minutes, but it was good fun. I was enjoying it. What about you? I, I believe they kind of... <laughs> I kind of hyperbolized the rampage a bit in that film, I'm led to believe. Well, I think the people making it had had a mountain of cocaine. And then maybe. Yeah, they probably had more yeah. than the bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the director's so like, how, how do we get into the mindset of this bear? <laughs> Let's take loads of cocaine. It's method <laughs> acting. <laughs> I really feel like the bear. I really feel mm-hmm. like the bear now. And I've yeah. got a business idea. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I, I, now I'm just thinking of other drug fueled, you know, animal rampages. Yeah, gentle Ben off his face on rackets, a bit of an obvious one. Um, I don't watch a lot of movies. It's like one of those time consuming things, and I'm usually either researching something or watching a YouTube video, or I, I don't know. I, I probably should, but I don't, usually it's because I can't decide what to bloody watch. Anyway, you must be able to think of the last film you watched, though. That's right. The last film the last I watched, film. or I didn't fully pay attention to it, but it was last night, and it was the Super Mario Brothers film with Finn again. Last night, the new one. Well, yeah, yeah. When he got home from school yesterday, so, it's okay, isn't it? Yeah, I quite liked it. I can't. I, I think it's charming. I thought they did a great job of realizing it. I thought it was great. You know, it wasn't. You know. It wasn't a tour de force of storytelling, but and they got lots of references in there. I liked it. What did I watch? I watched um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Have oh, I've seen not that? seen that yet. Is that any good? I liked it. It was kind of like a multiple universe theories kind of, you know, for, for fans of quantum physics. You know, it, it's kind of it was fun. And it was a bit silly and it was utterly mental, utterly mental. I quite enjoyed it. And I, I watched that because I was told it's something that I might enjoy. It, it reminded me of like kind of really sort of out there films from like late 90s or something. And then okay. before that, not that I watched all of it, but a mate of mine who was doing one of the stages at um, Beardy Theory. Yeah. You know that? You know, we were at the, that stage where we went to see the band, the big tented stage. Oh, yeah, I remember. At the end of the night, uh, a chap I know 
by my Rob, he put on a uh, he put on Pulp Fiction on the big screen on the stage after all the gigs had done. Oh, and he just wow. decided to do it. And I remember I went to see him and um, I'd had a couple of beers because, you know, I don't get to leave the house very often. So I kind of it's probably irritatingly staggered up to his front of house position at whatever time in the morning. And um, I started chatting to him and uh, it was that scene with um, Christopher Walken explaining the pocket watch to the boy. Yes. And I'd forgotten how incredibly long and how long that scene goes on for. And it's just genius. I, 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 I appreciated... I haven't seen that film in years and I just appreciated it even all the more for thinking I never noticed how long and drawn out and intentionally so that that bit was it, it's it was such a great good film. it's just it's phenomenal such a good film it's funny because I was going to say to you a film that I watched at the cinema I don't go to the cinema that much anymore but I went to see this film at the cinema called Nope which is by the guy that made Get Out I can't remember the director's name we need I to find that out. I'm not familiar. I'm looking it up now. But Nope is kind of like a sci-fi kind of UFO type thing. It's really, really good. And right. I was telling Helen about it the other day and I basically said what I loved about it was when I left the cinema, I felt like I'd just been to see something kind of really sort of that stayed with me and it felt like Jordan Peele is the guy. Right. And he also made... Get Out, which is like a really big film that I think kind of got him going, like as a mm-hmm. director. But I was saying to her, I was saying to Helen that it reminded me of like when I went to see Pulp Fiction in that it is a real kind of spectacle. So I, mm. I highly recommend that to the listeners and to you. Nope, it's called. Nope. Okay. Yeah, N-O-P-E, cool. nope. Should we do another one? Another film or another question? Another question. I was just going to say, I think films, it feels like films have fallen mm-hmm. by the wayside in the in the last de- couple of decades just due to like the box sets and the big budget kind of series yeah it's because that of happen. the streaming yeah. yeah i think it really does feel like there's less of uh, you know movies of note but i think that's good because i think we got to a point where there was just too many and you can't decide what to watch and have to wade through too much crap it's definitely changed i mean it's kind of sad because going to the cinema and having popcorn and laughing with mm. like a whole huge load of people and all this sort of stuff like that is all a kind of really magical thing and it's a shame if that kind of goes i mean it'll never totally go but i think just sort of going to the cinema is definitely like we when we were younger that was a thing that you did like you would go to yeah. the cinema i can't imagine that i don't know if the youngsters are doing that now the youngsters i don't know mate it's like 25 30 quid to go to the cinema why would they it's like probably it's not mental then, yeah well, just stay at home and watch netflix yeah, exactly the other thing is in the Consume. old days you couldn't you couldn't get the sort of big names to do TV stuff, but now pretty much everybody has done a box set type thing. There's literally a couple of people who've not gone there yet, like say Tom Cruise hasn't, but so many massive names have. So oh, many yeah. blockbuster film people have, have now done one, yeah. and, you know, done a series. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. another reason I reckon that that's happened. Give me another number. I- I think so. Right, okay. So we went up. Let's go for nine. Ooh, down in the tens. Right. Which sports teams do you follow? Which sports teams do I follow? 
Yeah, who, um, do you follow any sports teams? Is the question. I'm not. There. I'm not a sports. A sports guy, really. I don't. I don't follow football. I, I, it's just something that I never, never connected with me. Um, I used to watch international rugby a lot. I loved international oh, yeah. rugby. Yeah. Uh, I'm an, a, an Ireland fan. Um, more so now than ever that they're really good and beating everyone. Um, but I, I, I just love the rugby internationals. I re- always really enjoyed that. I don't catch it as much. I never used to miss a Six Nations match or, or an international just to watch. And now, you know, I, I usually end up having to... I think it came with work. You know, I'm either... I've got a boy you can't sit down in front of rugby it's not going to happen or I'm working and I just miss it naturally but yeah I do watch um I always had a a a love of uh violence when I was growing up <laughs> I love martial arts and I do watch um the UFC stuff okay. pretty religiously um have you got a really... favorite UFC person <sighs> dude there's so many it depends on on the matchups I just there's some great ones. I like Justin Gaethje, and I like. Is Colin I, I, McGregor still in many. that? Is he, is Colin McGregor still in that world, or is he kind of stopped? He's doing. doing it he's come back to do another season of The Ultimate Fighter, where they get a load of hopefuls into a house, and they're kind of coached, and he's one of the coaches. But right. he's he's become more I mean, of a name then. He's so like unbelievably rich. Well, he he fought a chap called Dustin Poirier. Um, probably 18 months ago i'm trying i can't remember exactly but it was a while back and he broke his leg in the fight like snapped his ankle his own he, leg or he yeah broke the, or the yeah guy. yeah yeah his well it, it arguably dustin Poirier broke his leg i mean yeah. i think he went it was a pre-existing injury and he went into yeah. it and he lost he lost fight because of it and um but obviously i, I mean he went into an intensive rehabilitation period and it was nasty, you know, it was proper. Um, yeah. So, and he got very big. Um, probably some form of medicine that he's been given to help his leg heal. So I think that's yeah. kind of prevented him from coming back a little bit because they have quite strict um, testing for such medicines. Uh, okay. So, and he's he got very, very big. So the idea is he's supposed to be fighting the other coach. He's a chap called Michael Chandler, who's an American chap, and um, he's very exciting as well. And that would be great. But people are like, is he going to be? A, are they going to be able to make this fight happen? You know, um, due to the testing thing, possibly the weight differential because Conor McGregor's huge now. Did you see it when the guy that won World's Strongest Man for Britain, Eddie Hall, fought yeah. the Mountain? In a yeah. boxing match. Thor Halfbjörnsson. Yeah. Remember it? that? Um, I do, yeah. Because yeah. that was like a kind of, will it happen, won't it happen? There was a load of yeah. drama about that, a load of uh, trash talking going on and all sorts of Oh, yeah. Of I mean, I think they still have beef. I think... Oh, yeah. Well, Ed, he, he lost, Eddie, didn't he? Eddie, Hall, Eddie yeah. Hall lost it, didn't he? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. There was because uh, Eddie Hall's got a YouTube channel. It is quite, it's quite um, entertaining sometimes because you watch him and he'll go like rock climbing, and and stuff like <laughs> this. And you're just like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> uh, we're going to need some extra ropes, guys. <laughs> you imagine? Because I mean, obviously he's incredibly strong, but like the strength to weight ratio, you watch like 
pro rock climbers, they're always like these super slim, incredibly ripped guys. Yeah, doing it. about that. So it's yeah. just strength to weight is the thing, not... Yeah. Uh, so he does all this different stuff and uh, he's actually quite entertaining. But I saw a thing about where he was answering some questions on that and uh, he was he was still, you know, pretty sore about that. But um, yeah, it, that's... That I th- personally... I think there's too many of these media story fights. Well, you know what the next one is. Who? Well, it's been confirmed. Supposedly it's happening. Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg in a UFC fight. <laughs> that's an actual thing that's happening. I mean, that is unbelievable. Yeah. That is unbelievable. I mean, you watch that kind of event. So who do you think is going to tip that for you? Um. Elon Musk's much bigger than him, but apparently he's lost loads of weight. And Mark Zuckerberg, despite being absolutely... Uh, look, I don't know the guy, but he comes across as a fucking dead behind the eyes lizard. So, he, but apparently <laughs> he um, he trains MMA and, uh, and jiu-jitsu. So he's actually... That's a thing that he does. Um... And I know that Elon Musk actually did ju- judo when he was younger. So I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting because that I would usually not sign up to watch it, these kind of things. But I think it's interesting because of these people's mindsets. Like the amount of like Elon Musk, very divisive character, but you can't argue the fact that you know, the, the amount, sheer quantity of things he achieves just through yeah. power of mindset. And I think yeah. Zuckerberg's another one of those people. That it, It's almost this kind of psychological, some would say, psychotic, kind of mindset they, where they can... Did they have like a spat and it turned into this Well, it's always it's or... the Facebook, Twitter spat, isn't it? It's They're, 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 they're technology gurus. I, I think... They probably know each other. They probably discuss all the time. And there's like all this kind of beef online. And I bet they're just having fun with it. Uh, I know that. And they'll just make a fortune out of the fight. Well, Musk's just a piss taker, isn't he? He loves it. It's like, I mean, he bought Twitter to take the piss, didn't he? (laughs) It's just like, because he could. Okay. I don't really follow anyone religiously, but... Recently, we went to see London Lions basketball, which was great. Uh-huh. That's like the London team that play in the BBL. And uh-huh. it was a really good thing to go to as a family, actually. like what well, Maybe one day when Finn's a bit older, I uh-huh. would recommend taking him to a basketball match because it's it's really entertaining. It's like even uh-huh. when they have a break, you know, even when they say timeout, that means the DJ comes on and starts playing some hip hop and all the dancers yeah. come out and start doing this big kind of you know, group dance, like diversity mm-hmm. type dance. And there's lots of, you know, the shot clock counting down and, you know, the organ, you've got like 25 seconds or 30 seconds or something to take the next shot. So there's always something, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always something happening. It's not like football where, I do like football, but it's not like you could go 20 minutes without anyone really trying to have a shot on goal. Whereas in basketball, yeah continuously you've got to do it so i wouldn't say i'm a sort of super fan of theirs but we definitely really enjoyed that and we'll probably see them again and then just Mm. because we live in south london and i thought it would be nice for my kids to have a team that's kind of local to them we've been to see crystal palace a few times crystal palace is kind of the team that we've got half an eye on Mm -hmm. in our house although i am from derby so like we had on the podcast derby county 
mm-hmm. is another team that I would watch as well. You know? Yeah. In their in their red shirts. You seen that? Who Derby County? Yeah, they've released like a. I think it's like a, the next one's going to be a red. What? Yeah. Or I, well, I don't know if the, it's the away kit or something. It or, must be or, the away kit. It must yeah, be, but it's they it's, always have white, don't they? There's, I, I don't know. Look, I don't follow it. I don't really know anything about it. But well, you being, know why that would be a big living deal? in Derby and you're on Facebook and you've got mates all around Derby and you've got loads of Rams fans giving it all that. Yeah, well, you know Tom, Tom, will, Tom be will be cross. one. You know why? why they'll be cross about it, right? Because it's forest. Because it's forest, big, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> Not <red>. in forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a di- you know, direct sort of... Yeah, that's that's up. the the forest, Derby County, you know. Yeah. It's never going to go away, more, that, is it? Let's do one more of these second date questions. And right. Finish so on a good one. 42, go 31, 29, and... Four. Four... Okay, this is a nice one to finish on and quite good timing with the summer break coming up. What were the holidays like in your house growing up? Holidays? Do you mean like school holidays? I think it means, yeah. Or if you went on holiday when you were a kid. I, I, I got... I don't remember lots of holidays when I was younger. Um, for the first significant portion of my life, until I was about 10, my mum was a single mum. She worked a lot. And it was the 80s, man. It was, like, different. We were, like, latchkey kids. We used to go out on our bikes. Like, at eight years old, I cycled miles into the sit into okay. the town to go to so go for you it would be like a big time I'm playing out and you could just go and see yeah. your mates get on your bike uh, get on a bike every day kind of vibe yeah and you'd be out until x yeah. time and your mum would come mm. and call you at whatever time and you're always an hour late and you always got a bollocking and it was just like climbing trees getting conkers going on adventures just all the I time that proper, and as i got older being just, a kid and as you got older, it was like going to mates' houses, listening to records, going out, going on bus trips. Like teenage years, I lived on the Isle of Wight and we used to get these um, these these tickets. You could call a Rover ticket, yeah. And you could apply for one if you're a student. Um, and it basically, it was a free bus pass for the entire summer. I remember it cost oh, me about 40-something wow. quid. I was like, that's a lot of money. But I'd get that ticket. But you could use the bus as much as you want all over the Isle of Wight. As, as much as you liked for, for the whole, for six weeks. So when you think about that, is, imagine that value for money now. Never happened, would it? And I so, can imagine that felt, that past felt like a real bit of freedom. It was freedom. You know, we'd go from like cows to Newport, go see my mates because they lived all over the place. We'd go to Sandown, Shanklin Ride. We'd just go anywhere, anywhere we wanted. I'd just get on, I'd just get up some days and just get on a bus. Just go whatever I felt like. Just, you know, and I remember just going to see mates, go to beaches, go to parties. Just it was always about just going and doing my thing. Like holiday holidays when I was a kid, I think there were some, but nothing sticks in my mind as much as just going out, having adventures. And yeah, yeah. I think nowadays I don't know if it's because of media or it's because of the world has become more dangerous or what's happened, but I don't think kids, you know, 
I used to cycle 10 miles to school and I used to go on buses and stuff by myself when I was a kid. You know, I'd go to and from school. Nowadays, people drive their kids to school in their tanks. I know, well, I've got an old Land Rover that I drive Finn to nursery and he's four though. But I think it's different. Kids aren't just like let out and then come back in at 8pm. You know, or, or, or they don't... Very I mean, different. When I was 10, 12, 13, I mean, by th- 13, 14, I was going to pubs and standing on tiptoes. And, you know, I had the deepest voice. So I was always the one who had to buy beer from the shop and, you know, going all this in with sort your of radio thing. too, Mike. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'll have a uh, pint of Foster's, please. I was born in uh, 1973. You know, yeah. it's fucking. As if a pint of Foster's, you immediately knew you were underage because no self-respecting person would order it anyway. Your answer's a really nice answer because, yeah, you know, it's not. You, you can think of like holidays that people go on, like to different yeah. places abroad or or here or whatever. But I think that is quite a nice thing to touch on. That I can also remember things like playing football at the park. Yeah, in the village I grew up in, everyone jumpers would for play a match. <laughs> Well, we used to play till really late. I mean, it's kind of a running joke uh, back then that it was it would normally get called time when one of the kids who was called Paul, his mum would shout from their house that tomorrow's world was on, and that was like time for him to go back. <laughs> Eight thirty. Tomorrow's world. That was almost like our that was almost like our full time whistle. That was almost yeah. like our. Duh, duh, duh. It <laughs> to was be like, fair, going, Paul, tomorrow's world's on. Everyone's like, ah, oh, it's the end of the game. That's yeah. That then. Well, your tomorrow as well comes on. That means you've already missed the Krypton factor. <laughs> Way better days. I mean, forget yeah. all these watching films and Netflix and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Tomorrow's world and Krypton. I mean, Krypton factor. Yeah. Well, he's doing well. He's doing well. Oh, he's, he's ahead by 10 points. Wait till the physical challenge exactly. at the end. Exactly. It was all Wait about the assault, the assault course. course. Yeah, it was all Wait about the assault course at the end, course. man. Yeah, 100%. talking of which, do you know what's coming back to TV? Is it? it it's not. It's a knockout, is it? No, I think that ended badly, didn't it? it I, I, I've. I, I was. I was going to be surprised, given the you know. Does this help connections? Da, 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 da. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's this week's clip for the podcast. <laughs> the gap there was like you were just going to go, I thought you were going to go, oh my God, are they bringing gladiators back? I mean, going, yes, oh, they're bringing gladiators back. Contenders went, ready. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if he's coming back or not, but they're going to do gladiators apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I um I was on uh, in the paper um, with jet and lightning when i was a, a young young boy oh my god we're finishing on this why yeah. why well, i did you? um i did uh we you know when they had those school things where you're sponsored and i was young i mean i must have been like 10 11 12 I, I don't know yeah um uh yeah it was one of these charity things where it's an initiative they were doing all over the country and um we do this this charity thing and you get sponsored and I got like per push up, per shuttle run, per um, pull up and all this and per sit up. So it's all these things. Um, and adults are stupid. 
because they're like, oh yeah, I'll give you 20p a push-up and 15p a sit-up and this is... So I was like, okay, right. <laughs> and I was quite an athletic wee lad. So by the time I'd done like 60 push-ups and 50... <laughs> you were invoicing people. <laughs> sending out invoices like it was quite a significant amount of money i think people quickly realized once they'd seen the numbers that they had really fucked up you were absolutely rinsing the grown-ups yeah this was this was like 80s early 90s so that was like charity though yeah so yeah not for you it wasn't like a fun no no it's like i didn't yeah what was the charity can you remember oh mate it was like 30 something years ago no idea so it was that one that got a massive injection of cash back yeah. in the 90s. It was like ste- <laughs> steroids for spaghetti-armed kids or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> so where did the gladiators come into that? Um, well, they were it, they were kind of like... The, they were promoting this. It was like... It might have been sport relief or something. Or an, it, it, Remember they did... They were part of the yeah, setup. I think they. it might have been an, a real sort of early incarnation of that. Because I think sport relief came way later. It was around sort of same time that comic re, comic relief and Red Nose Day was a big thing, though. Um, yeah. So I think it was something like that. So they were like kind of the the, the promotional people for it, and I think they they did a picture for me for lo- with with me for the local paper um, uh, when uh, when they realised I'd absolutely scammed all these adults of money dog. to give to charity. Yeah, I think I did so quite well. So who were well. you with? Who was I with? Yeah, for the picture. I I I, I seem to think a definite. I think it was lightning. Could have been zodiac. A, a jet. I think there were pictures. There were several pictures done, but I don't I know which one. I had a massive crush on did. Jet when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Can is you, it Diane? You have, you have you got that picture? It, can we add, can we add that to the YouTube? Have you got that photo? Mate, do I have that? Actually, my parents are cleaning out their loft at the minute, and they did find some Please embarrassing school photos. Please ask for that photo. Please Mate, ask for that I don't photo. Know, I don't know it. if they're going to find that one. They'll, I'm sure they they'll tell me. They must have kept that. The clipping of you in the paper with the gladiators. That's a I big moment, know. Mark. I feel like you peaked at that moment. I don't think they even noticed. I think someone else showed me. Oh, wow. Um, well, listen, I think that's a wonderful place to stop. If we hadn't done our second day and our questions, thank you very much, Brides Magazine, for the questions. That yeah, we thank you, Brides Magazine. Mark. Mark we are open to spon- yeah. We are open to sponsorship, Brides Magazine. So you know, if you get you know, some, I t-shirts think the chances can... of Brides Magazine <laughs> sponsoring this pod are so so slim. I put them up there with Wolf coming back as one of the gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to be about ninety now, isn't he? He was quite old when they made it. I don't know. I don't know. Imagine if he hears this and he comes for me at a gig. Yeah, yeah, he's a strong, strong man. He's an oxygenarian, I, I reckon. Imagine if I was on stage at the back, I just saw Wolf come in in his get-up from Gladiators, yeah. and he was, like, really angry with me, but not even, like, <laughs> pantomime angry, like, actually genuinely angry. I thought, oh, my God, I've really messed this up. <laughs> yeah, it's the baby blue um, lycra that's really the most intimidate intimidation factor, isn't it? Yeah. I'd be scared, Wow, imagine man. if this is the moment where... Your nemesis, Wolf from Gladiators, becomes your nemesis. Maybe he'll be on. Maybe he'll be involved. He'll be like a uh, commentator. He might be. He could be the referee or something. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm trying to remember what Because I don't know what's Scottish. going on with that other guy. I've not seen him in any, any other shows since he was on The Gladiators, that referee. I mean, pretty niche shouting contenders ready. Like, in like, <laughs> Glaswegian AF, you know. I bet he did some good personal appearances and stuff, though, in corporates. I back bet in he the did. Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet all of them still rinse a corporate to, to a know, degree. Like, they're going to open a new supermarket. They've got the ribbon and the scissors, and he's probably like, Mayor, ready. <laughs> you know, they've got big, those big fake scissors that they used to do. Anyway, Mark, this has been really good fun. I hope the listeners have enjoyed this bonus edition of the podcast. We'll be back next week with a proper podcast. You've still got time to let us know about our question, which is the funniest thing you've ever seen at a gig or a festival. Send that into the socials. Other than that, unless you've got anything else, Mark, I reckon we put the lid on this one and we call it a second date. Should we bang a lid on it? Bang a lid on it and play the most gorgeous outro tune in pop world. Okay, yeah. Don't don't call me, I'll call you, yeah? Yeah. Another episode coming to